this week on Nothing Good. series i mean because we can (laughs) (laughs) um keep it welcome back to the show yeah we clearly don't know what the fuck we're doing (laughs) no it's been uh, listen let's get the uh, elephant in the room let's address it we have not recorded in months uh so life got really hardcore in the way for uh one or two of us uh and unfortunately we're not beholden to you motherfuckers so we didn't record (laughs) but i apologize on behalf of the team we will do our best to make sure that we are consistent back to it again and that's our plan i thought it was because Waterworld was so bad that it broke the show and i I actually thought Waterworld broke the show in a good way i had a i've had a number of people come up to me uh just about the introduction alone on that one (laughs) um and and a lot of people really enjoyed us just you know taking the piss out of that movie just you mean way, drinking the piss out of it because that's what they do I mean, in that just movie. Just the way yeah. that Kevin Costner <laughs> did. Just the way Kevin Costner did in the first two minutes of that yeah. movie. Never start with piss drinking. It's a slippery <laughs> slope. Waterworld revisited this week. <laughs> oh, nothing. Good. Let's not do. Oh, well, I was, um, I was, uh, what was I? I was futzing around on uh, the Peacock app yesterday, and I saw Waterworld, and I went, I just looked. <sighs> never, I'm yeah. never watching yeah, that movie Waterworld ever again. PTSD now. Yeah, uh, I'm you just good. can't do it. I've now seen that movie like. Three times in my life, I think two or three times. That's more than enough for the rest of my life, my natural born life. Yeah, yeah I go no another forty go years without it. <laughs> yeah, the the one time for me was enough. Ugh. It's like when you try anal for the first time, you realize you don't like it. And you're like, you know what? I'm good now. Not like I have any experience with this. I've just heard. Wait, it. I, wait. Do you mean? You know what? That's a personal <laughs> question. We're not going to ask. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll just put a pin in that. We're gonna, we'll put a pin in that. That'll be another <laughs> intro. That's, <laughs> yeah. the, that one time a thumb just kind of slipped into your butthole and you just didn't really know what to do with it. Okay. So what are you guys drinking? <laughs> well, you know it's uh, it's summer. So really, first off, too, you know, as as you mentioned, Jones, just about the the show in general and and us not being beholden to the listeners. I want the listeners to know we thought about it a lot. Yes, we did. We did. There yeah. are a lot of conversations. There about. are lots of conversations. Daily, ta- just daily thinking about it and then still not doing it. And you would think that after being off for, I'd say about a good seven weeks, I think since it's been since we recorded or so, yep. uh, we would be much more uh, prepared for this episode. Um, and we're just not. This is like the worst <laughs> topic to come back to. It really, it really <laughs> is. Well, well we, I, th- I think part of it is it's, it's the easiest topic to come back to because... A, we don't really know what the fuck we're talking about. And B, we don't really have a plan about how we're talking about it. But it's so broad that we could just bullshit about it for the next yeah. 45 yeah. minutes or yeah. an hour. And, and before I forget, I, I was thinking like, okay, well, so we took all this time off. And we've done this before, obviously, uh, when we kind of had a shakeup uh, in, in the hierarchy of the of the, of the, the, the hosts. And we were like, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? We came yeah. back and we recorded for like two months and then stopped again. Um, so... Maybe we could just call what we just did our mid-season break. Yeah. That's I like fine. that. Yeah. I agree. Mid-season premiere today. Yeah. 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 We took some personal time. Yes. It's like it's, it's like when needed. the TV shows go on hiatus for the holidays, you know? 
you guys were just subjected to seven weeks of having to listen to British baking shows. Yeah. And, so welcome you know, to the mid-season premiere. Exactly. I'm down yeah. with that. That works. It's like yeah. we planned it. Yeah. Yeah. Last time we recorded, it was springtime. <laughs> it was. <laughs> now it's the middle yeah, of the summer. It is. It, we, we, are, we are past the 4th of July. We're in the second half of summer. Does it feel weird to you guys that like when you get to the 4th of July, it feels like you got to really hurry up in summer because fall comes so fucking fast? I yeah. saw a commercial yesterday for uh, uh, back to school stuff already. And I, and I punched the wall. That's stupid. So fun fact about back to school. I'm happy you mentioned it. Okay. So Toys R Us. Back to school stuff would be put out three weeks after school ended. We would have back to school out before the end of June. How the fuck do you even justify that? I, I couldn't, but they could. <laughs> but they... Yeah. And some places have Halloween stuff out already. Oh, they do? Yeah. yeah. We saw, when we were coming back from, so we were we were camping just recently in, in, the, in the mountains of West Virginia. Wild and wonderful, as they say. And it was. Fantastic place. Seneca rocks, dear sweet listeners, if you decide to ever go outside and you know, do those types of things. Um, but uh, Steph found an ad where, I guess, Duncan's already like August 16th. That's the date for the pumpkin spice. Oh, fuck off. So they're, they're, I mean, and I'm waiting for Giant Eagle. I mean, in a couple of weeks, they're probably putting the Halloween candy out. So. I hate it. I do we too. all worked in retail. We all know the fucking pain oh, we and struggle. Do. Yeah. That yeah. the pallets show up and there. it's fucking Halloween. And like, motherfucker, it's August 1st. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But you got no major like purchasing holidays between Fourth of July and Halloween. So if you yeah. want to get your merch out, and you know what, it works because let me tell you, when we went camping, we have a um, uh, a container of stuff packed away uh, of just camping gear. We don't keep it in the house. We have a little storage unit, and we put the stuff down there. And uh, when I went to go get it, uh, I found it amongst these six boxes of Halloween decorations that we just have sitting down there, and I'm like motherfucker we bought all this in like the last two years like no, no christmas shopping really for christmas decorations just all like halloween and i'm like fuckers got us yeah well in in our house we're a hardcore halloween family so uh we've already started making halloween purchases yeah as of last week so i mean you uh, had a ske- you you've had a skeleton in your front yard for two years yeah yeah, yeah. that's not a joke no, it's not no, a real not an exaggeration no. whatsoever. I mean, he's not out there right this second, but well, that's because nature took him down. Yeah, if if, that if did happen. yeah, <laughs> if, God if, said no if, more. If nature didn't, you would have had that son of a bitch dressed up like Uncle yeah, Sam yeah. celebrating uh, before yeah. the sparklers. In I his repaired hands. his head. Yeah, <laughs> what was broken, and he will live again. Yeah. So back to what you're drinking, Dave. So I'm glad summer. That, you... that was the segue. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. the segue. Yeah. So, now we remember how to do um, this. I um ah. I am very happy. To be drinking a Leinenkugel's Summer Shandy. Fucking hate that word. Ah, I hate that what, name. Summer Shandy? No, Leinenkugel's. Leinenkugel's. Oh, Leinenkugel. That just that sounds, Leinenkugel. it sounds dirty. It sounds like something that like you do at your like, desk to strengthen your butthole what muscles. What do you say? Is it Kugel? Leinenkugel? Leinenkegels? Leinenkegels? That sounds even worse. Sometimes I, I know what that means. I mean, some people do Leinenkegels. <laughs> There's like three different visuals I have with that. Statement. I'm glad that I'm glad there's that there's a lot going on in your head. Glad today, there's Dave. just listen. There's been I've got two months of this that's been built up, and I absolutely cannot say this kind of stuff to Stephanie. That <laughs> spells not at least like more than once a week. So you know there there are a few things I will not be saying that I have casually just kind of like shared with her, oh, um, but not all of it. Okay. So, um, but yeah, Lining Kugel Summer Shandy. It is. Uh, it's a nice. It's a light, refreshing beer. Uh, I enjoy it, so it's uh, it's a good summer beer. Nice. I am <clears throat> drinking uh, 
an alcoholic iced tea oh, uh, from Cinderlands, fuck. which is a local brewery here. It's called Cindy's Hard Mountain Tea. And basically, if you've ever had like Lipton lemon tea, like brisk tea, it basically tastes like that, but it's 7% alcohol. I almost bought, when I was at the six-pack shop, there was like a, a hard tea a, a brewery I never heard of. And I'm like, mm, I've never had like a... I don't drink stuff like that yeah. normally. Yeah, it's not like the Iron City Turner's tea, which is just like a malt beverage that kind of tastes like there's yeah. tea in it. Like it's actually like just alcoholic. Like, it's tea, tea and they pour whiskey <laughs> yeah. in it. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you mentioned that beer, Jeff. Okay. Stay, stay tuned to a future episode of Nothing Good. <laughs> that, that, that particular beer has been like one of my summer go-tos because it's super cheap and it's kind of refreshing. It's a little weird uh at first but you get used to it i had a kind of like you know right dave uh yeah no 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 it's not not at all um so um when this beer when that beer is going to come up again at a later episode of of the nothing good podcast um i have a very specific thought that i discovered while camping about this beer because i took it with me camping uh to share with the pittsburghers that were on the camping trip and the non-pittsburghers that were on the camping trip uh, that I will save that little antidote for that episode, but I think it, I think it fits, and I know Jones will will totally agree with it. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, you might totally agree with it, but I feel like it's like a Jones listen, thing. Listen, yeah. you, don't, you yeah. don't fucking. We'll speak find for me. out in a future <laughs> episode if Jones agrees with that or not. God damn it! <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh boy, what are uh, you drinking, Doc? Uh, I'm drinking a Guinness Nitro Cold Brew coffee because, I mean, <clears throat> I was up. First of all, we're recording earlier than normal today, although technically. We're almost kind of what time we would normally start because yeah. we took forever to it's fucking still start. Morning. Yeah. Uh, but we, we kind of gathered together around 9.30 in the morning, which is really fucking early to record a podcast. And I was up till 3.30 in the morning playing Diablo 4 because I'm 16 years old still. So uh, I'm fucking tired. How is it? Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, I don't know if you've... You will never know. Well, first of all... <laughs> Everyone who listens to this show they already knows fucking know. you will You're never not know. Play. Uh, yeah, but we can cover it in an episode oh and sit down and listen to you guys talk about it. First of all, that was fantastic, by the no way, problem. Jeff. Still got it. Uh, Jesus Christ. Tip of the hat to you, sir. That was so quick and so well played, I almost shouldn't say another word. The um, fact that you had that just, like, loaded. <laughs> it was cocked and It's always there. Loaded, it's just always ready there. to go. Um, so... Uh, for look, I don't know how many actual gamers listen to our show. I, I'd assume there's at least three of you. Um, I don't know how. I don't. Have you ever played Diablo, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Like not th- Diablo Four. Three. But... Yes. Yeah. Di- okay. Listen. So Diablo Three, which I've also played, I own. It's okay. I mean, it's not a bad game. Like it's an ARPG. It is what it is. Oh, fuck. Diablo Four is exactly the game it needs. It's dark. It's violent. It's evil it's bloody and it looks beautiful it's so fucking pretty and it's so addicting uh i have now because of just adult life gets in the fucking way i don't get the chance to play it as much so basically now folks i'm 40 years old and i've reached the point where my game time i have to fit it in in a way that like it doesn't get in the way of responsibilities obviously because i have to be an adult so like my game time now it used to be 15 years ago It'd be like, get home from work. Fuck, I'm going to play a game for a little bit. What the fuck else am I doing right now? You know, 20 years ago, I get home from school, get home from work. I'm going to sit down and play some fucking video games. What else am I going to do with my time? Now, it's like, well, I got to go grocery shopping. I got to do laundry. I got to I gotta clean. I got to hang out with the wife. I'm gonna go, we're going to go do this. We're going to go do I got to see my dad. I got to go here. I got to go there. I'm fucking tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, and at, at some point, you're going to get to where I am right now, where I just want to play fucking Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. But every time I come home, my teenager is playing Ark on Xbox Live. Mm. At least I have taste. Ark's not like, terrible. I'm like, can you just 
not play that. Could so. you could you get the fuck out? They're like, uh, well, both systems are on the same TV, so listen, you gotta fix that. Get yourself a fucking gaming monitor and be, be just be done with it. I should. Listen, yeah, I don't know why you haven't made that. I that's yet. what I fucking. Did. I have all the retro stuff. All the retro systems are on the TV downstairs. The Xbox and Switch are up here, and then I have you know smaller TVs and monitors upstairs. So, but yeah. now my game time consists of weekend, like Friday, Saturday nights, late. Like wife goes to bed. I'm usually up late watching TV or YouTube or whatever, anyhow. So I, from the time she goes to bed, which is like, yeah, she goes to bed. Allie isn't, remember back when we were young, Allie was like, we we would party back in those days, and she was up late. Like, she would be, she'd close the bar down so, with us. So late it was early? Yeah. But she's not that person anymore. <laughs> A married are, life has slowed her down. Are any of us that person anymore? Uh, no. I think we try to be. Yeah. I know. We, there are times we that we succeed. like we like to pretend but yeah. like, you yeah. know, something happened around 35 where it just doesn't work the same yeah. way anymore. So from like midnight to like three in the morning, I'll just play whatever game I've been wanting to play all goddamn week. And then I'll go to sleep, get up early, super early, just so I can play again before my wife gets up for the day. Yeah. And as soon as she starts rattling around getting up, I just turn it off and go, I'll be back later Saturday night to see you. Uh, but I find that at least... I can I could find that time, but with a game like Diablo Back to Diablo Four, like this is the game we're talking about today apparently, but Back to Diablo Four, it's such a lengthy game and it's an ARPG, which is like there's a lot of grinding, a lot of end game stuff, a lot of like finding and perfecting your build. Yeah, blah, it's blah, a slow blah. burn. It, it sounds a lot like the last porn I watched. Was it also called Diablo Four? Yes. Oh. Okay then. So <laughs> a, lot of gr- a lot of grinding, a lot of building, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of building. Yeah. Um, building towards what? We'll never know. Um, Big payoff. But yeah, I, I highly but recommend no. it. Uh, if you ever find you have the disposable cash for it and it's something you're interested in, I will gladly play Diablo. I'll, I'll create a new character with you, Jeff. I will play that fucking game because it's so fucking good. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Diablo 4 my fucking unhealthy gaming habits as a 40 year old. We're here, to talk. We're here to talk about a game that Dave actually played. Yeah, uh, multiple I, versions you know, of the, the game that Dave actually you know, played. The funny thing is, if you look at the at the, the the entirety of the catalog of this series so far, all the games we've covered, I'm pretty confident Dave has played, not counting the retro ones, because they don't count, actual generally current games. And by generally, I mean within the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> He's played one of them, and it's this one. <laughs> no. no, there's actually no, that's not true. You played Tony Hawk for yeah, twenty minutes. I played Tony Hawk for twenty minutes. I played uh, I played uh, Hellblade for a little over uh, three hours. You play you, you you gave Bioshock Infinite a run for like forty five minutes. I gave it a forty five minute run. Yeah, um, but this is one that I'm uh, you know um, obviously it's a simple game to play. This was your um, suggestion, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Well, it wasn't necessarily... I didn't put it on the list. No, but you picked it. But I picked it. Because yeah. I thought it was a lighter topic to kind of talk about and everything. And um, it's something that I've played a lot with my nephews. Um, and, uh, you know, with uh, not a listener of the show, which, you know, considering our interests, I don't know why, Mike Aniskevich calling you out. Um, we just were playing this when we were at the cabin just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and it is uh, today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, is the Mario Kart series. Yeah, in case you live under a rock, it's a go-kart game with Mario characters. Wait. It's been around for a long-ass time. That's what it is? Yeah. What did oh, you think it was? Oh, shit. You played the wrong game, didn't oh, you? Oh, again. Sorry. <laughs> Mine had SpongeBob in it. Ah, shit. Nicktoons Racing. <laughs> Nicktoons oh, Racing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
It is not that. No, nobody really played that. Actually, some people did play that. I remember selling that game and looking at them and being like, why don't you just go buy a fucking Nintendo and buy Mario Kart and be happy about it instead of like settling for this. So how many knockoffs have there been? Because that's one. And I was thinking about that when I was uh, doing my very, very weak sauce uh, research on this sub- subject. I'm like, man, I should sit down and look at all the knockoffs. And I didn't do it. But I know there's a bunch. There's there's a ton. Well, because, you know, I mean, if you if you think about just the history of racing games, you know, um, and where where it came from, where it is now and and what series over time have, have dominated it, um, I'd say at the time that Mario Kart came out right around, I'd say probably the biggest racing game you would have was at that time would have been F-Zero. It was. Mm. So so how the first Mario Kart came to be was F-Zero was a huge success. Massive. Of, like worldwide. Awesome like it was massive success. Great racing game. Uh, single player though. Yeah. So Shigeru Miyamoto from Nintendo who created Mario, he's like... I really want another racing game, but I don't want something that you have to play by yourself. Like, I want a multiplayer experience, which didn't really exist at the time. So Mario Kart was like this side project where they wanted a multiplayer racing game. Didn't really care that it was Mario that got sort of roped into it. But uh, really, the only racing games that were out there was like, I mean, we're talking about Super Nintendo days, so the graphics weren't really there. Everything was like F1 racing or like race car racing. So the developers were like, well, we want to do something different. They're like, what about go-karts? And they're like, that's an okay idea. Meanwhile, all these developers in Japan had never ridden go-karts before. Hmm. Like they didn't actually know what the go-kart experience was. They just like, they knew what a go-kart looked like. It was the 90s and they're just so they basically rickshaws. So basically they took a field trip and rented out a go-kart park for the day and the developers were there the designers were there the coders were there and they just started sketching up like what this could look like and it got released with very little fanfare very little advertising they're like you know it's mario so it's gonna sell some copies and it was a fucking massive success like they did not they weren't anticipating that yeah and if you look at the longevity of it as a result i mean what started with super mario kart in 1992 there's now 14 iterations it's wild of it yeah. and it's and it's still going it'll uh, never stop no 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 it'll never and it's stop. the most successful selling racing franchise of all time and one of nintendo's top selling franchises there's almost i mean so to to kind of go to your point here jeff right so f-zero i mean i loved that game for super nintendo that game was phenomenal it always plays blue falcon and, uh, you know, props to the Super Mario Brothers movie for having a, a Blue Falcon reference in the in Mario's room. He had a poster of Blue Falcon, yeah. of Captain Falcon hanging out there. Um, and that's actually part of the reason why we wanted to kind of talk about uh, something Super Mario. Because, you know, as we were planning this out and everything, the Super Mario Brothers movie had just come out when we were getting ready to talk to this before we took our little break. And, uh, you know, we wanted to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie, but we have a... a um, a, a panelist on this podcast uh who um if we did the super mario brothers movie without him it would be a grave injustice to the world the old um, super mario brothers movie not the, the new one no the bad oh yeah. the, the really really the bad really one. bad one with, with yeah. uh yeah with uh king koopa not being a 
a turtle or a dragon or whatever yes. it is he technically identifies as these days. Um, I'm not judging. <clears throat> who would? Nobody knows. No. But, um, so, you know, the, the Super Mario Brothers movie kind of inspired me to pick this so we could kind of talk something Super Mario's. But, so, you have F-Zero, and, you know, Mario Kart comes out as kind of this almost little throwaway. And how many F-Zero games have been out since? One? Maybe? Yeah, and actually just recently, like in the past <clears throat> two weeks, the creator of F-Zero, someone asked him, like, why aren't you making a new F-Zero game? And he said, because everybody just wants to play Mario Kart. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, <laughs> Mario that's amazing, Kart ruined F-Zero. There was one F-Zero game that came out for GameCube. Yeah. Um, and there hasn't been an F-Zero game that I know of since. Wait, what, no. it came out for what? Uh, the Nintendo GameCube. What the fuck is that? I've never heard of that before. Are you being serious? Or are you joking? What the fuck's a GameCube? You, was that Nintendo? You, you, yeah. ex, you Xbox snobs. That was well, the no. system that came after <clears throat> Nintendo 64. Yeah, it was no, the there was Nintendo 64 and then uh, the Wii. No, no, there was the GameCube. Game was in between. between. There's no such thing as GameCube. It was on mini discs. It, yeah, mini you guys discs. are making this yeah. shit up. No. It was probably my... Real life. It, Everything was indigo, not purple. Jones, indigo. not only not only does the GameCube exist, it is the mm. system I have played the most in my entire life by far so wait what was like the launch title for it if it, i've never fucking heard of this. luigi's uh, mansion yeah like, now you're making mansion. shit up now you're being a, now you're being as being assholes <laughs> uh, metroid prime no one did, did, listen yeah a multi-billion dollar company yeah. would not launch an entire fucking console and its launch title is not a mario game they would never do that it's mario's brother yeah right and a mansion so kind of on it. okay <clears throat> wait what, was there ever a mario game for it yeah, yeah. super mario sunshine super mario galaxies Oh, Super man. Mario Sunshine was that really awesome game where you go around and wash paint off of things. Yeah, you're telling me a multi-million-dollar, billion-dollar company known for its legacy titles and launch titles and the strength of its titles and its exclusive first-party titles, titles would actually launch a, con- a a brand new console after the massively successful Nintendo 64 with Luigi's Mansion and then follow it up with Mario Sunshine where he washed things. Yes. Yeah. I call bullshit. That never happened. I don't acknowledge it. There was a Mario Kart game on the GameCube. There we'll was. get to that. Yeah. There's a reason why I never played it. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> Because you don't believe it exists. That shit does, that's just like well, Wyoming. It's like it never fucking, fucking Bigfoot. happened. It's fucking Bigfoot to you. Well, it's and, not and real here, unless you see and, it. And, and here's, some of the, here's some of the really cool shit about the GameCube, Jones. Um, There's nothing it, cool about the GameCube. It had all the mature titles because it was a disc game. It was a disc system. So Resident were, Evil 4 launched Resident Evil GameCube. 4 launched on the GameCube. Um, one that came after 3 and one that came before 5. Yeah. Um That's how math works. You had the two of my two of my favorite games, which I, I can't believe they haven't gotten a re release or gotten any because there there's there's an internet swell about the two Lord of the Rings games that were released at that time, the two towers and the return of the king. Um, you know, how have those games not gotten a a an upgrade and a and a re release or, or anything? because oh, you had Shadow of Mordor and everything. They've they've put some games out that have been pretty fucking awesome, but I digress. Um, a lot of, lot of mature titles for the GameCube. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a quality system. I really enjoyed it. I don't think anybody did. Um, I, I did. I, yeah. Mm, I don't believe you. I have a GameCube tramp stamp, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. It's, it's just the logo that never, I, it's infinite logo. I, I, I actually of the thought that, uh, <laughs> there are like, of all the people I've known who've, who've, who've owned this mysterious console, I don't. No one talks about it. You know why? Because it sucked. 
I don't I see, you know, and I would disagree. I'm spoiled by the Nintendo 64. I'm just maybe maybe that's what it is. I would I see I disagree because, you know, the GameCube was the system that was out our first go around of Toys R Us. You know, it was the GameCube, yeah. it was PlayStation 2, and it was Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um the PlayStation so if you had ten systems get returned to us because something wasn't working because of it, uh seven were PlayStations, two were Xboxes, and then maybe one was a GameCube. It was a really well-built system. Um, games played, I thought, very well on it. You didn't really have any kind of loading issues. or It was sort or... of weird. Like The system design itself was very weird because it's a cube, but the disc is a mini disc, yeah. which means there's a lot going on in there, but you don't really know. And for some reason, it has a handle on the back so like, you can carry it like a lunchbox. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's ever carried a system like that or why you'd be carrying a system in the first place yeah uh, but there were some like w- weird design choices but definitely was uh it was a pretty powerful system was for the time yeah it's unfortunate it's unfortunate it's okay it's okay as far as i'm concerned it never happened jones <laughs> you should come over and we can play mortal kombat 4 that require you to have a console that can play it i do a gamecube you don't what huh huh i don't know <laughs> no, I still, my, my GameCube still works. You know, as you were saying, Jeff, you you have the 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 retro my setup. GameCube down, is down. Yeah, your yes. retro setup is downstairs. Yeah. Um, we're making some adjustments to the to the household and uh, moving some stuff around. So um, I'm hoping that I will be able to hook all the systems up into what was going to be now known as Dave's Arcade. Uh, I like it. Very in nice the, in the in the in the smaller in the smaller room. So cool man yeah take stephanie's uh she has a piece of furniture that would work very well for being able to keep everything kind of set up and i just have to get some some adapters and some splitters i still have a tv that i think is old enough that can still kind of connect everything to it it's not necessarily like a, a box tv but um so all the coax so all the coax and cables and everything in the back so i think we can make yeah, now that tv's now you have to buy all these adapters on yeah. amazon and shit right or dk oldies gonna give them a little shout out yeah. Their videos on Facebook are fun. So I'm assuming that we all played the original Mario Kart. Yep. We did. Released on Super Nintendo in mm. 1992. Uh, what a fun game that was. From what I remember, yes. And it's funny, I went back, because I definitely have not played every Mario Kart, for sure, in existence. Uh, so there's probably I've probably played four of them. Maybe, I'd say maybe five total. Uh, Mario Kart 64 and the original Mario Kart are the ones I played the most. Um, and I went back the other night and just like watched like a quick video on like the evolution just to see like the different graphical changes. And it was very enlightening. It's changed a lot. And it, well, one, yeah. and I forgot, you know, the 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 original release of Mario Kart, the the OG release was very clean. It was for a Super yeah. Nintendo game, very good looking game yeah. actually. And I forgot about the little little map. Like shows you where you are, and I'm like, oh man, that brings me the fuck on back. Uh, and 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 it was nice. I enjoyed Mario Kart mostly because you could be competitive, but while being fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those games. Can you play it by yourself? Yes. Sure. Is it fun playing it by yourself? I mean, it can be. That's it ain't what that you're fun. into. But it's much better when you have your siblings, <clears throat> your friends, your family members, and you're just shit talking each other the yes. whole time like yeah. that's what brings gamers together really yeah and you know there's um 
you, you obviously in today's gaming day and age with online gaming and everything, there's a whole different level of shit talking that goes on because a lot of times it can be amongst complete strangers. But having the other person in the room that you could just kind of, you know, just smack if you felt like it or just grab their controller just to mess with them so they kind of spun out or something. That's a lost art in today's day and age. It really is. Yeah, now you just call people slurs. Yeah. That's that's, <laughs> that's what we do now. It's nice that the that's what the internet has become. Yeah. It's like, what does the internet allow us to do? Just be angry. Yeah, yeah. For for almost no apparent just reason. Bully for, everyone. For things that are supposed to bring you joy. Right. But yeah, I, I totally agree that, you know, being able to sit, I mean, and, and you know, it was just two children in the house I grew up in, so just me and my sister, and uh, you know, as well documented in episodes, uh, the Super Nintendo was in her room, so if I wanted to play Mario Kart, I had to go in her fucking domain and sit down amongst the pink carpet and pink paint in her fucking room and You're deal in with her that. world now. I was her in her fucking man. world. And so she she and I played, and we would shit talk and, and get frustrated with each other and get angry at each other, but that was the fucking best part, you know? Yeah. I, I do miss that. I, I don't do couch co-op anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's why I think the Nintendo 64 version of Mario Kart is the most important. <clears throat> I think the Super Nintendo version obviously sort of set the stage for what the platform was, but with two players. But once you're on the 64 platform with the enhanced graphics, although if you look at the graphics of the Nintendo 64-based Compared to Mario Kart 8, they're like not even on the same level. Right. But at the time, to have a game like that with that type of quality with four players, yes. like that's a game changer. God bless Nintendo 64 for what yeah. it gave to us. Gave us everything. Gave us GoldenEye, gave us Mario Kart 64. Just being able to have that experience with people. Yeah. Uh, even if the screen was fucking tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and how about the foresight of <clears throat> Nintendo to be like, yeah, F-Zero is great, and we're selling a shit ton of copies of it, but think about the multiplayer experience, like what that could be. And I, across, I mentioned there's 14 Mario Kart games, so six on consoles, three on handheld, four arcade machines that you actually drive, mm. uh, and one that came out on iOS a few years ago, which is not great. It was not great. No, not I great. actually played that one, Jones. I didn't know that was a thing until I was doing research. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that was just a few years ago. Yeah. I yeah. didn't even know. But uh, on the console side, they've sold 165 million games, Mario Kart games. Like across the entire across franchise the, history? Across the eight games that there are. And on That's average cool. of like 50 bucks crazy. a purchase? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And through my research, also, I was like, oh, man, Mario Kart, Mario Kart. I'm like, okay, what am I going to talk about? Well, I mean, this came out this year. Oh, that looks, that's a nice innovation. But it really is. If Mario Kart is nothing if it is not a, a very clear example of the art of iteration with innovation. But you do it, you measure it when you do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. so Mario Kart, mechanically, between 1992 and, you know, 2000. 17, because we don't count the, the mobile one. Uh, mechanically, it's all the same. It's the same game. Yep. Nothing's really changed. Yeah, the blueprint the is the same. But mm-hmm. they, yeah. they would just iterate and add extra things and innovate on the ideas of it. That's the one thing that Nintendo does. Uh, that I will shit-talk Nintendo to the day I die for what they did to me. But I will always... Listen, man, they, they didn't grow up with me. They just kind of stayed 12 years old. Anyhow, I, they, I w- they know. Yeah, and they don't because they're rich. They're fine. They don't care. They yeah. really don't, unfortunately, because no, PlayStation no. doesn't have a theme park. Oh, they don't need no. to. They have Horizon Zero Dawn, and Last of Us, and 
Spider-Man series. But you can't go on an actual ride of any of those. But yeah, you, can you can go can. on a Mario Kart no, ride. You can you go can. on the Last of Us uh, Halloween experience coming up. Um, that counts as something. That would actually be kind of dope. I saw an advertisement that I think it's going to be this Halloween yeah. or something yeah. or other. But now there's Nintendo Land at of course uh, Universal yep. and the Mario Kart ride is like is an actual Mario Kart ride. It's, yeah. But like they add little things. They don't add major things like just being able to like hit up ramp and then and pop a, a, a glider or something like that. Simple little things that add yeah. to the experience. Yeah. doesn't break the experience. It doesn't change it drastically, but it adds to it. And I think that's really a testament to the developers, uh, the programmers, the people the, the people make these big decisions and then they and then they execute it. They do they do it flawlessly. Yeah, and if you look at so how things sort of evolved, you know, they started obviously the graphics were enhanced. They started adding, you know, additional elements, additional power ups, a different type of vehicle. So it started with just carts and now it's carts and motorcycles and yeah. all, all these other custom things. Uh, when they went handhold handheld on the ds they're like let's make it a two-screen experience so that little heads-up display that's usually on the corner of your screen with the map and your power-ups like that's on one screen and then like the actual games on the other screen so they they started tinkering with all that stuff but they never changed it nope then of course once you get to the switch you're not even really necessarily having to use the you know control pad to steer you're using the controller to steer. Yeah. Well, once the the Wii U or the Wii version came out, Mario Kart Wii, that was the first one where it's like that's why I meant Wii. Yeah, take, sorry, not Switch. Yeah, Wii. Take the Wii controller and plug it into a plastic steering wheel because you're actually steering now. And cool experience, but I still would rather just steer with. Oh yeah, hard as hell. Hard as hell. It's not easy because like you're trying to like overturn. And yeah. I'm making like you guys can't see me. At home, but I'm making stupid fucking turning <laughs> motions with my hands. Yes, like he I'm just, having an episode. But. He just spun out. It was really yeah, aggressive yeah. for no reason. <laughs> uh, and so, in most of those, in most of the iterations, like the Wii version, the Wii U version, and the Switch version, I I, I have that disabled just because I would rather control it with the controls. But uh, there was some contention amongst Mario Kart fans because. Uh, after the release of Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, which came out in 2014, if my notes are correct, uh, they're like, okay, well, you know, we're getting a new system in the Nintendo Switch, so uh, we're going to get a new Mario Kart, Mario Kart 9. Sounds mm. exciting. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're just getting Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is the graphics were a bit of an upgrade just because of the, the power of the system. But they basically just ported from one game to the other. So from so if you really think about it, 2014 was the last new Mario Kart game that we got. Because we got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch in 2017. And then there were talks of Mario Kart 9 in like it was like 2018 or 2019. And then Nintendo's like, we can just do the next ten iterations of mario kart as dlc yep and that's what they've done ever yeah. since there's a new wave of dlc coming out next week yes there is it's amazing well you know nintendo so with the with the wii u you know that that system was a challenging system for them because they really couldn't get any third-party titles onto the console they just the manufacturers it was just a weird system it was a weird system yeah 
Um, and so they realized they needed to kind of do something fast. And that's when the Switch came out, you know, because the, the Wii U did not have a long real run on its own, nope. right? That didn't seem like it. And Nintendo at that point was, you know, you're, you're, you've seen what happened to Sega. And, you know, they don't produce hardware anymore. Is Nintendo going to go in that direction? That they're just going to be software. They have all their IP, which is completely massive. And then you get out of the hardware business and maybe just produce the titles for PlayStation or for Xbox. So, um, you know, they, they made the move to the Switch, which became hugely popular. And they really got involved in mobile gaming. So I think, you know, when you're talking about, you know, different versions of Mario Kart, and I always kind of laugh too, because, you know, when you've got games like Grand Theft Auto, and you've got games like um, Destiny, and and um, where, where they just keep adding DLC to it, you yeah. know, instead of producing another game. I, I don't know how it works financially, the, the games, one versus the other. Um, but if you produce Mario Kart 9, you're going to sell... 25 30 million copies of that at you know 60 bucks a pop now or they can charge ten dollars per dlc pack and they're on dlc pack number 12 or whatever and so it's like without any more production costs Mm. aside from that's that's the developer it's like it's a smart business move yeah i think yeah they got with the times on that one yeah yeah um in a world where many of us are like, ah, oh, let's cut the DLC out. Nintendo's like, no, no, no. Let's let's put the DLC back in. Yeah. Put yeah. the D in. Yeah. Oh, Is man. it in there? Is it, it in there? Is <laughs> it? Are you sure? I can't. Oh, no? Okay. N- um, N- Nintendo going balls deep with the D. Nintendo's all about, like, penis references. The 3DS. The Wii. Mm. The Wii U. Come the, on. The Switch. The S- going the... Backhand. Oh. <laughs> Dave was just stru- what the fuck, Dave? Dave was just like uh, giving his microphone a handy from the like, backside. Th- like, like, like went, classic went, reach around. I went action. reverse. Every yeah. so often, I have a, a person who listens to our show say, "You know, you guys would, should just like record it." And 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 I'm like, "No, we fucking shouldn't. Like, the, no one needs to see what what's what's going on here." I mean, sometimes they they probably could. Yeah, you know, um, we got a good spot here where the camera. But you really do. Yeah, there's one. definitely space for it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going through, so I, like, I went a roller coaster of emotions, in a way, when, when I was looking up, uh, all these different games, and the little evolution of this franchise. So I got to 2017, and it was, it was the arcade, uh, GPVR game, which I had no idea existed. I'm like, I have not fucking lived! I've never played Mario Kart in VR, that sounds a fucking amazing! Yeah. That sounds like so much fun! Right? And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, well, I went and watched a separate video about it. Like, oh, that just looks Not like. Not many places you could find that. I, no. I've, I, I, ne- I've never seen it. I, I just assume person. it's in Japan. Yeah. 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 I just, I don't think it's here in the United yeah. States. Like, Dave and Buster's has the regular Mario yeah. Kart arcade. Exactly. Uh, but I've never seen the VR one There's in no, person. It, it, it's not. I don't know where it exists. That's damn but... sure. I would love to fucking try. Yeah, it's in four people's basements. <laughs> yeah, like, that's just it. So I'm like, I'm like, oh wow, you know, I'm like, I went down that rabbit hole for a moment, and I'm like, all right, let's let's finish this out, and then I realized, no, 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 now I know I've never fucking lived because I had no earthly idea that there was the the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Yeah. I'd heard of came it. came out a couple of years ago. I like, I thought I had an idea of what it was, but then to watch it. I went, these motherfuckers, the audacity of these motherfuckers to put this out. Like, how fucking cool is that? 
right? I don't know how like reasonable it is. It's to not do real it. practical. Like no. I'm like, all right, this is pretty cool, but it like is. you drive it around your house with this little remote control Mario Kart, and I'm like, I don't have room for that in the rooms that I game in. <laughs> No, you need like uh, '90s uh, fa- like sitcom families living rooms. Yeah, to yeah, do yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. '90s sitcom family living rooms. That it's is oddly so, specific. That is so oddly specific, and yet, <laughs> but you know, but it fucking works. You fucking know exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. you know that you know Mr. Winslow is walking down the stairs right now. Hundred percent. He cannot yes. step because the fucking car is just driving around. And because those living rooms and all those sitcoms yeah. are fucking massive. Yeah. No one has living rooms like that unless, unless you're rich. You know yeah, the but... o- you know the only living room from a '90s sitcom that I felt was actually accurate. Hold on, hold on, give me a second. '90s, you said. '90s, maybe late '80s, early '90s. I think for the for the rollover on that. Well, you said late '80s. So I was gonna say maybe Family Ties because their their living room was kind of not cluttered, but it wasn't massive. Right. Um. Hold on. Give me give me one more guess. Give me thirty seconds here. Step okay. by step. No. That house, that house had magic rooms. <laughs> that house, that was like twenty-two rooms. Yeah. Um, fuck, nineties, nineties, nineties. Was it like a family, family? Yeah, family, family. Maybe. Fresh no, Prince. full house was massive. Well, so I'm gonna say full house for the living room, because if you look in the background in the living room in full house. It's all full of shit. It is cluttered. It is. It's, it is that's where cl- all it's the big, clutter but it's was kind of put. It's real. It's yeah. that's where. I'll go is with that, that. Real to is me. that where like Joey lived? Like wasn't that like his like space? <laughs> he lived. In, he lived no, he had like a he had like a, he had like a room, but beyond. He had a Harry Potter room. He well, was under the, slept under, like the under the stairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like yeah. He was that guy. But then I, as I'm thinking into it too, is like, but the family, the full house like family room had also like a second tier. You know, it had some, no. There's like three fucking incomes going in that fucking house. I That's, love how they're like, you know, we're going to go ahead and take the, the, the attic of this house and turn it into a full fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, you know, we don't have a place for Uncle Jesse and, you know, Aunt uh, Becky and oh the boys. God. So they Meanwhile, put like a bedroom, a living space, oh a child's God. room and a bathroom in the fucking attic of a house. Meanwhile, you see what the house looks like from the outside. Mm-hmm. And you know if you've ever been where those row houses are in San Francisco, there is zero space, living space in those tiny-ass houses. Nope. That's the magic of TV, folks. Yeah. Okay, so what we need to do... I don't know how the fuck this hasn't popped up on either of us, any of us, all four of us. It's going on the Google Doc. It's going on the Drive. Sitcom tier list. Oh. Oh. Listen... You have piqued my interest, good sir. We could talk about that shit for five fucking hours. There's so many shows <laughs> yeah. between, like, let's say we hard cut off 84 mm-hmm. to 98. Okay. 84, 98. Man, I could talk about ALF for an hour. What if not only did we do it as a as a, as a cheer list, what if we did it as a bracket? I, I, I don't do brackets, but I could try. Because I thought about doing a bracket. battle to the death. <laughs> I thought about doing. I thought about doing a bracket for um, like late '80s, early '90s um, theme songs for cartoons and TV shows. It's hard to do a bracket because you have to have enough enough buy-in for votes. Like the four of us will just argue for two hours. That's the. Or as Noah say, we motherfuck to, each other. Yes, as you act like that's to, not the podcast yeah. already. No, I mean to move like one bracket and be like, motherfucker, this is going to be like an eight-part episode. <laughs> it could be a series. <laughs> oh my god. Because it's also like 
it's all based on perspective. It's like, it's too it's not subjective. Like, what what I X Men the animated series two seed. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I swear to Christ, man. Yeah. Hey, whatever the fuck you believe in. All right. You're, you're out of the will, Dave. You're out of the fucking will. That's it. You're out. But I, I, that would be a lot of fucking fun. Just to sit and just... Like, I, there are shows... Because we all are around the same age. But what we enjoyed as kids yeah. and growing up may be very similar. But there might be some... Like, my two dads. Fucking hated that show as a kid. My sister loved that shit. But she was older. But mm-hmm. I remember it. Now you, Dave, might go, man, my two dads was fucking amazing. I love that show. We could talk about like, Night Court counts. That's a sitcom. We can talk about yeah. Night Court. There's all sorts of great shows. Night Court is back. I just, I, I just found it's out. Weird. Yeah, I just found out. I, I'm like, I'm not watching that shit. I watched like <laughs> three minutes of an episode because like my DVR, like it started early yeah. the, or my DVR it has recorded the, late. The, the blonde uh, from, Melissa Rauch from uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. Is she's, the new judge. She's Harry's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So why do they have to do that shit? I don't know. Well, I'm okay with it. It doesn't they... have to be a con- that type of connective tissue. It's unnecessary. It is. But I think in well, in today's day and age, everything has to have a connective tissue because apparently that's what our generation pays for. Like, like real talk, if they came, oh, it's Night Court, cool, all right. Oh, that's his daughter, but... But fucking John Larroquette's still in it. John Larroquette is in it. Well, what the fuck else and is he doing? And the woman and <laughs> the guy the, who played Harry was Richard Mole. Is, yeah. is he alive? Is Richard Mole alive? The fact that I remember his fucking name. We all remember his name. Bull. It was awesome, right? Yeah, it was Bull. Yeah, yeah, it was Bull. I don't know yeah. if he's still alive. Um, the one of the women who was, I think, the bailiff on one of the bailiffs on the show too. She, I think, is she still on it? I can't remember what her name is, but I recognized her when I uh, saw the. Duh, part duh, of duh. It. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah, I remember that fucking show. Mama's family. Look, Mama's family beats everything. It does. I will. I will listen. Iola Boylan must be protected at all fucking costs. <laughs> I will. I will go to war for Iola. Listen, I went to. I was at when I was at Steel City Con to meet the Hobbits. She was there, and I spent all of my money on my my Hobbit experience. Right. Um, you can basically imply whatever you want into that sentence. It's all true. Um. <clears throat> yeah, one ring to rule them all. <laughs> you know, Dave, you're in rare I, form today, man. I brought my own ring you... to to that experience. <laughs> I don't know what that ring was for, but we're not going to find out. Elijah Wood blessed it. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Are you but, going back to see Andy Circus? He's going to be at the next one. Oh, fuck. You know, I feel like at this point now I have to collect them all. And HBK is going to be there. I did see that. I didn't know Andy, I didn't know Andy Circus was going to be yeah. there, but actually, Andy Circus is a really big deal. So, yeah. regardless. Um, I saw Vicky Lawrence from afar and, you know, I thought for... you meant Isla Boylan was there. No, 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 uh, no. Mama was there. Oh, okay. She was dressed as mama. Oh, God and I, I wasn't going to do, I wasn't going to do the thing where I was going to like try to snap a picture because, you know, they're, they're there to get money for that stuff. And yeah. that's, that's part of their, what the, their purpose of being and everything. But like, I was in awe of her. Just she doesn't her look there. like she aged. No, it's no. Wild. She looks fantastic yeah. for her yeah. age. It's wild. Yeah, and I think that's only because when the show was on, she was like fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's why she looks so <laughs> yeah, young. Maybe no, fuck, man. Look, look, we could fuck Mario. We could just talk about a Mama's family for the rest of the fucking episode. <laughs> Mario's <laughs> cart slash Mama's family. <laughs> yeah, imagine that fucking just artwork. When you see that? It's just Mama <laughs> driving <laughs> a fucking Mario Kart. <laughs> Dude, I honest to God could watch Mama's family any day, mm-hmm. anytime. It does not fucking matter yeah. what I'm doing. It's the dark night of TV shows for me. 
Yeah, I love that. I will, I will stop what the fuck I'm doing. I know every episode. Mm-hmm. I know the OG first season. Yep. Like, back when it was Buzz and fucking Sonya, no one fucking ever fucking buzz. talks about them. Oh, I dropped Buzz and fucking Sonya on you your really ass, did. You really just You were did. like, oh, fuck, you forgot was, all about Buzz and Sonya. I was Sonya. not expecting that. Buzz yeah. and fu- they were on one fucking season. They fucking dis- They went to live with their mom in Reno, Nevada, and Vinton became a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> he was an idiot in the first season. He was actually a normal fucking person. Yeah. He wasn't a schmuck. No. And they, they made him a, a doting idiot the second season and all the seasons forward. Uh, Naomi was not also... She was not a fucking airhead in the first season. She was pretty fucking normal. Right? Remember that shit? And every season after that, with Vin, she was a fucking airhead. They changed so many characters around. Because the, the show got canceled, I think. And then they... I want to say they switched... Networks. Networks, right? Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah, I think so. But like all, and then Bubba came out, and then because Iola wasn't in the first season either. Nope. It was it was Mama. It was uh, Betty White. It was Rue McLennan. McLennan was it Rue? Was it... I don't know. Are you are you just starting to drop Golden Girls on us here? No. Did you guys watch the first season when you were kids? I'm trying to remember. I don't. I be, apparently, I don't remember it. All right. So I, here's, yeah. much as here's here. Look. All right. So uh, are you telling me I... Golden Girls is an offshoot of Mama's Family? No. Here's how this works. Mama's Family was a skit. Right. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Right? So, Thelma Harper and her her daughter. Fucking... Betty White played her daughter. Okay. And I feel bad I don't remember her fucking name anymore. The character she played. But then, uh, Blanche. You know Blanche. Mm-hmm. Rue McCle- McLennan? Right? Is it Rue McLennan? It's Rue, for sure. It's, that's her first name. She played Mama's sister in the first season. Hmm. Yeah, this is real shit. Venton was in the show. There was no Iola. And there was Buzz and Sonia. They all lived... Well... Vinton, Buzz, and Sonia live with Thelma. Okay? Vinton moved in with Thelma because his wife... And it was always the joke that Thelma would say, like, your wife left you to go be a, a showgirl in, in Reno or Vegas and at her age and with those legs. It was always the fucking thing she would say. <laughs> You'd hear her saying it. Why don't we hear that these days anymore? <laughs> Why don't we hear more people say at her legs. age and those legs um, could do anything? And Vinton worked with quick, quick keys... Naomi was a next door neighbor. Quick keys. Yeah, fuck. I fucking loved the show growing up. This was my fucking shit. Obviously, I never would have pegged you for that. Fuck, the show's so good. We're learning a lot about. Jones I know, today. but it's but it's like, it's such an odd thing. Like, I don't think anyone in our generation is like, uh, like that fucking show is my jam. You actually lot, might be surprised. Yeah, I would disagree. I think a lot Lots of people, when you really people. talk, if you bring up Mama's family yeah. in conversation, motherfuckers' eyes lot, will light I don't up. Know anybody who's gonna be like, <laughs> fuck you, that but show. But do you think it that they discovered it later, or Mm-mm. did they follow it from for, like? For me, it was like from the, eight the years old, old nine yeah. years old, because Same. it was on syndication. It was on Fox. It was on Fox, right? Mm-hmm. And you, everybody watched Fox at our age. Yep, it was because they indoctrinated you with cartoons, and you just stayed for it whatever was a came family night. It was a family show. Me and my whole family would sit and watch that show but uh so fucking mom's family so the first season was all that and i want to say the first season happened i guess it got canceled whatever and then either it got picked up on a different network which i guess was fox yeah uh and then it started out with buzz and sonia had moved back with their mom you'd never see them again they're just gone they're i think they're mentioned a little bit uh that first episode is the episode where they're coming back from, uh, call her Blanche, because I don't remember the character's name, a mama's sister's funeral. She choked on a fishbone at a bar. Like you do. And died. It happened. Because mama... Fucking like, filet She's coming out of the bathroom and mama went at her and she inhaled the fucking chicken bone and died. Which is funny in itself. <laughs> um, 
Bubba. We need to find fucking Mama's family trivia night somewhere. Yeah. Oh, oh. someone's got to have it. <laughs> and, bu- and Bubba <laughs> gonna release we're bringing the, a ringer. <laughs> he breaks into the house. Eunice. Okay. Eunice. That's right. Eunice was Bubba's mom. Yes. Eunice that's was right. also in the first season. Yeah. So Eunice, uh, Mama's sister, Mama's other daughter, maybe Helen. I can't remember. It was Helen, maybe. Those were the three main characters with Vinton and Buzz and Sonya. But. Eunice is not the the second season going forward. She was only in the first one. And Bubba, her son comes in. Buzz and Sonya are gone. Iola, the next door neighbor, comes in. Naomi becomes the live-in girlfriend of Venton. Uh, Yeah. That's first season. Damn. Shit. I know that show. I know every episode of that show. I'm, 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 yes. Yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, I, I remember the last episode when... What do you what do you think is more surprising for our listeners in this episode? Me talking about having a thumb up my ass, or Jones talking about his love of season one of Mama's Family? No, I didn't love that episode, season. It was awful. Every season going for it was great. It was weird. The first season was weird. It wasn't as funny. You're like a Mama's Family savant. I just watched a lot of it. I, I actively watched, and I would watch reruns because it was always on, like at like nine thirty at night, nine o'clock at night on Fox. It was on almost every single. It was because yeah. remember for years it was like an hour of it. It was yeah. There was so, two blocks. It was a yeah. There were two, ten to ten thirty or nine yeah. to nine thirty or whatever it was. It was ten. I think it was ten and ten thirty because I used to always watch it before I go to bed. Yeah, that's that's how I got into watching it. And and yeah. it's just one of those things that like you watch it enough, you just see. There's only so many seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see every fucking episode after a while. It's um, like people today are not like that way with The Office or Parks and Rec. You know. Yeah. But anyhow, I digress. I so fucking who, love Mama's Family. So who's your favorite Mama's Family character while playing Mario Kart? If I could play Isla Boylan, I would. What would she? What would her weapon be? What would she throw Knitting at you? needles. Shit. Well, There'd be could, blood. You don't get just... to pick your weapon. It's at random. No, no, but in the first in, in the first Mario Kart, Yoshi dropped an egg. Donkey Kong yeah, it was would off, do. It was carrier. Yeah, that was character. That was kind of going more along yeah, those yeah, lines. Yeah, right. but no, not in today's world. Or, her, or pearls. Yeah. She'd throw pearls and, and, and fuck could, up your tires. Not you, knitting needles. You would yeah. throw the pearl necklace, yes. and then you would drive over it, and you would spin out. That's yeah. where I'm at. That's yeah. where I'm at. That's that's good. That's good. You guys like that, right? You know, you're listening to this fucking hot content you're getting here. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this we're... is not where I thought this episode was going to go. <laughs> This but is, I'm fucking here for this it. This is what happens when you don't have an outline. You <laughs> Listen, just roll with it. For all of you who are listening to this fucking show, I would love for you to reach out on Facebook, all six of you, and tell me that you liked Mama's Family. Or say you didn't. Or if you've never fucking heard of it. And if you say you've never fucking heard of it, you're a goddamn liar. You know you heard of it. And you've watched it before. You may not have liked it, but you've certainly watched it before. If they released a Mama's Family game on the GameCube, would you admit it, its existence? Uh... Man, I would, but too bad that never fucking happened. So I can't. <laughs> I'm not sure in what context the actual game would be about. But... I don't know what it would be. But an ARPG, Mom just video game tie-ins. If Mama's family was, <laughs> you can't even say it. I can't. <laughs> I, I thought I was. I was so ready for it too, and then it just broke me. If Mama's family was on the Sega Channel, would you fuck it? Uh, no, because I'm not into the elderly. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's all the questions I have for today. <laughs> As he no yeah, I'm just gonna close, <laughs> shut that one down. Check that box. I'm not. Oh, I'm not into gilfs. <laughs> I mean, you okay? It's okay if you are. Nothing I mean, wrong H- with that. Helen Mirren. I think we'd all agree. Well, she she total, transcends that shit. Total babe. Is she a grandmother? Oh, she. she I has assume to be. so. Why? Just because she's old? 
Yes. Oh, yes. fuck. I mean, Not she, every old person has kids. She's Vin Diesel's grandmother in Fast and Furious? Or is it mother? Uh, I know it's all about family. <laughs> That's a safe answer. It's a safe answer. <laughs> Plain and safe. In an episode where you're not playing it safe at all. Anyhow, Mario Kart. Yes. Um, so I, I think we'll start to wrap this up. What are talking about? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know at this point. Um, when you guys played Mario Kart. Oh, yeah, go on. I got an idea, but go on. Did you have a favorite character? Yes. That was my next question. Say, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, well, first what was your I, favorite character? <laughs> first, I was going to say, like, obviously, it was all about the multiplayer experience. Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting because there's a lot of racing games that are very specific to a genre and a gaming audience. So, Need for Speed, for example. Mm-hmm. Kids, that was your fast- teenagers, adults, people our age, like young adults and people our age. Not all... Need for Speed, for example, is not geared towards all those audiences no. that they're targeting young adults need little kids sp- aren't going to pick up and play need for speed because it's too complex and too involved mario kart is designed to transcend generations yep and it's interesting because you know i love playing mario kart with my kids and i love playing mario kart with my friends and i talk the same amount of shit to both hmm. um and maybe that's why my kids are the way they are. Yeah, maybe. I, don't I know. feel like that's why your kids are well-rounded and prepared for the world. That's why yeah. your kid but, was like, there's no time to go fuck yeah. themselves. But it's interesting because, yeah. like, uh, Melissa's mom, for example, she is fucking really good at Mario Kart. Like, she, because when Melissa and her brother were kids, like, they would just play Mario Kart all the time yeah. on Nintendo 64. And so I remember when I was in college, uh, me and Melissa and one of her other friends had gone to Melissa's parents out in eastern pa uh and we were all playing mario kart and the one kid he was just like before we started playing he was just like talking shit about how good he was and how he was gonna school everybody he got his fucking ass handed to him by melissa's mom nice and he started just losing his shit he was so mad he was like throwing the controller down oh shit (laughs) and he's like i think this controller is all jacked up he's like there's no way like that this old lady is gonna beat me and she's like, okay, here's my controller. Give me oh, that that's one. the best. Mm. Give me yo, that one. Yo. So they switched, oh, and he lost boy. even worse. That, oh. Listen, there are a few fucking things. <laughs> Jones took his glasses <laughs> off, everybody. When you were young and gaming in like a couch setting, no. as somebody saying some shit, you go, here, take my controller then. Yeah. And you still beat their ass. Yeah. Well, you get your ass uh, it was, beat. Yeah. It was fucking And glorious. you're just like fucking fuming because now you've called it, you called it out and you just got schooled even yeah, harder. Now and you're it's like, even you got worse. shit to say now. now. It's even worse. Yeah. You just shut your mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> shut your oh, goddamn mouth. I remember. <laughs> we've all done that. So, like, here, take my controller. That's yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll yeah. take the broken one. Give me. That's There's what, nothing more humbling than being humbling in that moment. Humbling is the best word. <laughs> That's it, what this generation <laughs> needs more of being humbled. Yes. In video games. I forgot all about that fucking moment. Yeah. Because you always had one controller that might be a little iffier than the other one. Yeah. And you always the better one obviously. it had a rattle it had know. and and whoever was getting yeah. their ass beaten like well they, they, on the 64 the, the joystick in the middle was a little loose it had a yeah. little drift to yeah. it yeah and you'll like, oh, take mine then <laughs> fuck man yeah, Shit. yeah. but it, it's Good one of those things it's like <laughs> it's one of those games that it transcends generations like it's it's, a, it's playable for everyone and it's not like i mean you could look at it and say well it's mario kart it's kind of cartoony it's not like playing fucking the graphics in diablo 4 you're like yeah but that's part it's part of the experience. Yeah. Um, but everybody has a favorite character, a favorite level, a favorite power up. 
it's timeless. Yeah. It's a timeless game, you know, as well. Um, you can go back, and I did this in, in prep for this. I went ahead and played, uh, I got the the Super Nintendo Classic when it came out, Mario Kart's on there, so I went back and played it. Um, I played a little bit of Mario Kart 64, and then I played Mario Kart 8, you know, kind of going into into prepping for this. And just, th- they're all just fun. And, you know, what's great about Mario Kart 2 is that it wasn't just one way to play, right? They had other ways you could play because they also had the battle mode, which we haven't really talked about. And that's probably what... I remember most from Mario Kart 64 is when you had the four players and going into battle mode where you had, you know, three shells around you or you had three balloons, you know, as, as a kind of in some of the more modern versions of the game. Um, Here's and, my hot take. Yeah. There's battle mode. Battle mode is fucking dumb. Like everybody just wants to race. That's what Mario Kart's for. We played battle mode all the fucking time. Just popping balloons. Like That's the, stupid. In like the two thousands, like 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 we it would be you would Goldeneye for a while, and then we'd fucking Mario Kart, and it wouldn't um, be nice. We wouldn't really race. We would just fight each other, and talk massive amounts of shit. I remember being in Ocean City, and we brought this was like we were twenty twenty one years old. We brought the Nintendo sixty four, and we brought two fucking games, only two. Goldeneye and Mario Kart. And the only and any between just getting shit faced drunk and going to the beach, that's all we did was just try to kill each other digitally and just talk comes. Says a lot about your friendships back then. You know what? It was great. Some aggression in there. Yeah. It was Except he didn't play wrestling games, so no mercy would have been would have been in that pile. I played my 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 guys that I was friends with around that point in time weren't really into wrestling at that point. You know, minus I'd say maybe Jason, but you know, I don't think we really ever played any of the, the games. And that was right around the time I was getting to meet you guys. So, but I had, uh, for the for the N sixty four, I had two uh, WWF games. So I had Attitude and um, I'm trying to think which other one. Who Attitude? Jesus Christ! Well, I remember Attitude. Fucking had Stone Cold on that the cover. That was not so a great game. Got to go. <laughs> Sold. Ooh, that was you no know. bueno. But um. But yeah, you had all the different you had different ways to play the game too, and I love the racing mode too, right? Um, it started out with five, didn't it? Like for the original Mario Kart, it was five races per circuit, and then they kind of dropped yeah, it down to three. three. It's three now. It's been three but, for a long time. Yeah, but now we're at more circuits. Um, but do you guys have a favorite? What was your favorite character playing? I mean, I don't know if I had a favorite necessarily, but I if I if you put a gun to my head, it was probably Yoshi. I think everybody wanted to be Yoshi. But like, if you wanted to win, you had to be Toad. That I mean, mother, I that motherfucker. Most, yeah, I think most people who want to win are targeting like the smaller, faster characters. Yeah. So Yoshi and Toad, obviously, yeah. in the early versions. In the newer versions, if you're like Diddy Kong or like Baby Mario or Baby uh, Peach, those were like, the ones I always thought were weird to be in the game. Babies it is. don't fucking drive. Yeah, if you, if you, <laughs> Immersions babies, broke. Yeah, babies don't that, fucking drive. Yeah, and how it evolved. I mean, they can't because reach, in the first... <laughs> they can't reach the fucking pedals. They got to sit yeah, on telephone yeah. books. The first few Mario <laughs> games, it was just like, you know, the core lineup of Mario characters. And then they it's like Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, and now Link from The Legend of Zelda. And characters from Animal Crossing. And characters Spl- from... Splatoon. Yeah, Splatoon. Uh, if you created Miis on the wii or the wii u yeah, or the switch that. like you can load your mean so you can actually drive the car like it's pretty wild i don't like, want to change it's mario and now in all the dlc there's all there's all these new characters which are like you know these very low tier like side characters from all the mario games so like pd piranha and bowser jr and 
Because people King give Boo. shit about it. But they'll yeah. pay for it. Yeah. Oh. A little wizard guy with a thing. Well, what's your favorite level? Your favorite track? Mine was Rainbow Road. Without question. Rainbow Road is the most unforgiving level I've played in any video game that's, yeah, ever. That's, it's so fucking punishing. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking brutal. But it's beautiful. But it's so fun. And what's cool about like the newer version, so in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, is it's all the new levels that they created for Mario Kart 8. But then with each DLC, they've started adding in remastered versions of all the levels from all the previous games. So like if you go into like the later circuits, it'll be like, hey, here's a level that was on the Game Boy Advance version. And here's one from Nintendo 64. And there, I think there's like six different versions of Rainbow Road. And they are all fucking brutal. Yeah. <laughs> But that, that OG Rainbow Road level, like, it's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Well, and how fucking cool was it that, that in the Super Mario Brothers movie, that that's what they basically did? Yeah. They got on Rainbow Road in Mario Karts, you know. the Have you seen, did you see the movie, Jones? <sighs> no. It's really fucking good. I mean, now, I may I get know, around to it at some point in life. Now, granted, it's you're... Not, it's on Amazon Prime now. Is it now? Yeah, yeah. pretty sure. For streaming or just for purchase? I think for streaming. Okay. Um... But yeah, I I know. Granted, you know, Nintendo wasn't always like your system past a certain point in life. But like, as somebody who played Nintendo, especially in our age, you know, as kids, the nostalgia in that thing is awesome, and and it was really cool how they incorporated that movie that is, scene. One, it's done really fucking well. Like the yeah. animation is flawless. Yeah. But two, it's one hundred percent Nintendo fanboy fan service. Oh, it is. Like from yeah. start to finish, it is. They're yeah. just like there's so many Easter eggs and all the shit they're feeding you that just like. It just hits you right in this nostalgic feels. Yeah. Like, God damn, Nintendo. Well Fucking, played. Well played. It's, it's, they, they had one more in them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. What about power-ups? What were your go-to? I mean, obviously, it's randomized based on the blocks, but what was your favorite power-up? I'm going to go off the... I'm going to go, I think, off the cuff a little bit here, maybe a little off the rails. I was a big fan of the green shells. Oh, that's a, that's a tricky one, because... You can hit fuck yourself up yeah. with the green shell. You can fuck yourself up with the green shell, but you but see like it's all timing. There, well, it's timing, but you also had the ability to aim the shell um, as the game kind of evolved. And I got pretty good at aiming the shell, you know, because you know, the red shell automatically hits right. But like, you got to be a fucking sniper to take somebody mm-hmm. out with the green shell. And I became a fucking sniper with that stuff. And you could also launch it behind you too. Yeah. You know, depending on how you wanted to, how you wanted to kind of fuck somebody's day up. And you got three of them, you know. So if you're lucky, if you're lucky. Um, but uh, yeah, having those things to just you know, if you if you're just really pissed and you're in seventh place, you could just go ahead and just multi, just 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 launch those things, multi fire, and just yeah. fuck someone's weekend up. I was all, I was always an OG red shell guy, and usually I'd hit the three and let them spin around me and not actually shoot them, just yeah. like use it as a shield. Yeah, basically. it's a good call. It's always a good call yeah. to do that. Uh, and and it's interesting because like the way they sort of evolve the power ups through the games, like. First, it was just one, and then every once in a while, you can get two at the same time. And then, basically, based on what place you're in, it randomizes some things versus others. Like, if right. you're in first place, you're never going to get a blue shell. You're never going to get a banana. Get, you're never get gonna, coins. Yeah, coins is the most fucking annoying thing. Yeah. I wish they never put coins into Mario Kart. Yeah. It's stupid. Uh, and, I mean, I, I know you have to collect the coins to buy more power-ups and all that other stuff in terms of customization for your vehicles. But... Uh, like if you're in seventh place, you have a higher likelihood of getting 
the bullet bill, for example, which is a great fucking power up. Um, but I was always the red shell guy. Like that was always my go-to. Nothing pisses me off more than getting struck by lightning and losing all my shells. The lightning was the worst. <laughs> getting struck by lightning and shrinking, and then getting, shrinking. getting run no over by someone right behind over. you. Like that was never God run over. It. Yeah, I was a banana peel guy. It's just keep it classy. It is classy. You know, it's it is pretty classy. classy. Yeah. You know, just get straight to the, the, the meat and potatoes of the situation. There you go. How many times that. did you throw a banana peel in front of you and then hit your own banana peel? <laughs> it may or may not have happened <laughs> once or twice. It happened to everyone. It, it may not have been like initially. If you say it didn't, you're a goddamn liar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goddamn liar. <laughs> yeah, If it, it was never usually for me like I would run into it after I threw it. It would always be I would run into the it my lap. next lap oh, around. I mean, you're like, no, that's oh, it was like ah, oh, oh, that shit. was I, I really placed that well. Because <laughs> again, the banana peel you could drop behind you as yeah, well instead yeah. of throwing it in front. But yeah, to drop it behind me like right by a power up, like oh, I'm gonna get the power up. Oh, fuck banana, you know, and just just hit it all over again. So I think suffice it to say that uh, Mario Kart is easily one of the most influential uh, titles of all time. Uh, franchises of all time, multiple knockoffs, mo- more than we could probably yep. count that we even know about. Um, but the most important part is, you know, it's it's Nintendo through and through. You know, like I said earlier, iteration with innovation. Uh, and I feel very confident. Uh, Forty years from now, people will still be playing some variation of Mario Kart, and they'll probably still play the exact same way. Yep. Only difference is it'll be implanted in your brain. You'll you'll actually just be controlling it with your mind. I was thinking, I was thinking it's gonna be a virtual reality world where you're actually in the cart. <laughs> I'd play that. Yeah, that's why I want to play this fucking arcade GPVR business, man. Where the fuck? Yeah. Well, because I mean, Mario Kart's on the Mount Rushmore of Nintendo, isn't it? I mean, Super Mario, Zelda, Metroid, well, they, and Nintendo has done a fantastic job of like, okay, we have all these basically blockbuster-ish franchises. Mario, Zelda, Metroid, like, how do we work them into other games? Like, okay, Mario Kart, okay, Smash Brothers. You want a fighting game? Let's put all of our characters in there. You want a Mario racing game? Let's put all of our characters in there. And I mean, it's really fucking smart because, I mean, technically you could say Mario Kart is part of the Mario franchise, but it's actually not. Mm -hmm. They, They have them separate and both of them are like the amount of money that they've made off of just those two things alone and then yeah. you talk about metroid and zelda on top of it like where would nintendo be if they never produced mario like would there be nintendo today or would there be nintendo but it would look very much like current console generations now i think it would i think there's two things one i think if they did not have mario Nintendo would just be another Sony or Microsoft. That's what I mean, yeah. I feel like they would because be. it would ha- they would have to have. Nintendo and Sega went down the same route where it's like, we're going to put our flag in the ground of this is our flagship character with Mario and Sonic. Obviously, we know how things worked out with Sega. And now they compete against each other at the Olympic Games. It's true. <laughs> Summer it's true. and winter. It's true. Yeah. You can buy both of those. It's damn true. Uh, but it, it's interesting because if they didn't put so much focus on a character that's designed like that, like you're never going to see like a Diablo 4 looking version of Mario. Like Mario. No, I buy that. Mario, <laughs> Mario is always going to look like Mario, which is why everyone's like, well, Nintendo makes fucking kid I, I games. I fucking buy yeah. a, a Nintendo console for that. Yeah. Like they obviously Link and the Legend of Zelda evolved. 
Mm-hmm. But Mario never did. Mario stayed Mario yeah. through and through. And I think there's pros and cons to that. They're still in business and they're still making a shit ton of money. Yeah. So there's definitely the the pros for them outweigh the cons. As a player, as a gamer, we want more. I mean, that's why you stop playing Nintendo. Yeah. Because yeah. you want more. And Nintendo's like, the formula fucking works. We're sticking you, with you it. You can't break what's, what's, yeah. what doesn't need to be fixed. Yeah. Well, plus so, the money's all theirs. You know, when you produce facts, a Mario yeah. game, it, the money's not going anywhere else. When Same. you produce Mario Kart, you do Zelda. When you when you're you have those titles that are inherently yours, that's just the money's yours. I mean, that's so, always the battle. First party title work is the most important thing for a console generation. You know, that's why like The Last of Us is such a big deal. Or you know, like we're we're it's it's a it's not a first party title but it's a first party title it is it is a it is their it is their crown jewel it ain't going anywhere else god of war yeah you know it's it's um halo halo um gears of war Mm -hmm. you know it's it's those types of things um and nintendo nintendo has the the lion's share of that ip and to your point which you just asked earlier like would if that original mario game is an absolute beacon of perfection slam dunk of a video game. You know, such a seminal moment in gaming is that is that is that first level 1-1 in Super Mario Brothers. It's iconic. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And from the game the, the gameplay to the soundtrack to the visuals to the characters to everything, it all works perfectly. And it's such a random collection of things, if you really think about it, to come together to make that work. If Nintendo doesn't have that, Nintendo is done probably by the Switch. Or right after. Wii U, without the characters, Nintendo's done. They're out of business. Wii U would have been dead in the water. Yeah. If it wasn't for first party titles. Because that's all it had. Yeah. Plus a couple of random ones that they were able to kind of sneak in there. Because at that point, the gimmick of motion controls was was passed yeah like fans didn't give a shit about that well plus the manufacturers had to develop the game two different ways and the manufacturers said you know fuck this we're not doing this anymore so nintendo you can either get on board and we'll produce the the same way because then you're basically doubling your production costs and making games available for nintendo and they were just like no so we'll put it out for xbox and playstation and nintendo sitting there like well, we have Yoshi's Island and Yoshi's, Yoshi's Woolly World, and, and people are still buying them, but where else is it going? Right. So, um, and to your point, Jones, about Nintendo, right? If they if they did have an eye, because I think you and I have had these conversations before. I'm pretty sure I had it with you too, Jeff. Like, if they did a, um, a fucking, like, Castlevania game that was, you know, set up like a vampire hunter, kind of, and more of a modern day. Yeah. Not necessarily the stylized steampunk kind of thing, but maybe like a more modern day, like almost like a Blade type of game. Okay. Or if you did a... Hopefully better than Redfall. Hopefully. I already uninstalled yeah. that, by the way. Yeah, fuck that game. Um, it's unfortunate. But, <laughs> but if, you did a, if you did a Zelda that looked like fucking God of War, or if you did oh, a... Right? Or if you did a Metroid that looked like Dead Space, like you would have the audience for that because we've all grown up. The audience with it. is already built. The in. audience is built in because yeah. you get them as kids mm-hmm. and you could keep them, but if that's not can, their model. That is not what them. they're all about, yeah. man. Yeah. Right. They do. It works. 
and there's enough people who buy these titles who have been, and it's just, I say it, but it's not. I don't mean that in a negative way. They've been indoctrinated. Like it's this. They're just. It's just. A, yeah, it's in yeah. your DNA. There's at like that a point. point. Yeah. It's the McDonald's of video games. Yeah, like there's a point in gaming, and this is any game, any franchise, and uh, and Nintendo is actually probably the biggest offender of it because they're not just it. You think of uh, yeah, you may think of Xbox or, or or Microsoft and think of Halo. Sure, okay. You might think of Sony and PlayStation. Think of uh, God of War. Okay, sure. But Nintendo, like you said, the lion's share. When you think of Nintendo, you don't even think of the console. You're just thinking of, you just think just of think Mario, of you think of yeah. Zelda, you think of Metroid, you think of Castlevania. Ca- Star Fox. You think and... of all these titles that are synonymous specifically with this brand. And the, the, what if they could just produce games that move the needle towards more photorealistic graphics. Yeah. Even a Put little bit Smash more. Brothers in Unreal Engine 4. And see what happens. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The money that they'd make, but the again, but what else? I got myself uh, back. My I back the a little table. Bit. Um, the the issue is, a whole genera- two generations of, of gamers have been indoctrinated into the concept of Nintendo, and I don't mean that in a negative way. It's yeah. just the way it works. You get to a point where you put so much money, so much time, so much of your energy and your passion into a brand, you don't back out. You can't back out now. You, have, you got you posters, play. you have fucking those little weird big-headed dolls, you have all those those things that it's you now. It's a part of your DNA now. You're not backing out of that now. So Nintendo could, and they do, some strange consumer practices. Well, that's, we can't pretend, but every, every company does it. But Nintendo gets a bigger pass because it's Nintendo, and they're allowed to because you've now put so much of your life yeah, if you it. started with the NES, you've been doing it for 35 years. Yeah, and that's, you, you're not backing well, out. A, another example that would be McDonald's, right? Happy Meals, get a toy, right? Um, there's mascots and characters, and, you know, your your main thing is a clown. Kids there have love been uh, clowns. several wave of Mario Kart toys and yeah, Happy Meals. They have. So, you know, is McDonald's the best fast food out there in today's day and age? Absolutely not. It's great fries, though. The, I as mean, long as they're hot mcdonald's yeah. fries right out right of the fryer the, there are no fast food fries that can come close there might not be anything in the existence <laughs> of food that comes close <laughs> to mcdonald's fries right out of the fryer there are, yeah it's yeah. great when it's you get a magical them, like, thing Ooh. yes like when 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 she gives you the bag or he gives you the bag at the window and they go um be careful the fries just came out of the fryer you're, uh, you're just like it's just something else entirely. You're, you're you're racing home <laughs> Like you cannot fuck. You're not. You're pulling off to the side of the road. Like you're about to get a Hummer from your from your from your lady who just can't wait to get you. Right. You're just gonna pull over in like a fucking heathen. Like Noah's looking at me in the parking lot. And you're gonna start no, chowing down on one hand drive and you just fucking go. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. And, and I get, like, the worst is then you realize you got home you realize, and you've eaten too many. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you have six left to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or yeah. you pull it straight out of the bag, put it straight in your mouth, and you realize how hot it is. They warned that, your ass in that moment, mm-hmm. and then you you can't turn back. Yeah. It's, already, it's like you're Nintendo. You, you've committed. You've, you've committed, committed, and yeah. that's it. <laughs> uh, well, this 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 episode's gone in several different directions. It, it really has. This, uh, but it's good to get back to it. It is good to get back to it, yeah. absolutely. And and we really thank you, dear sweet sweet succulent listeners, for uh, for joining us here today on nothing good Mario yeah. Kart slash Mama's Family. Uh, yeah <laughs> the hot fry episode the hot fry episode <laughs> what do we got going on next week guys 
something. So speaking of hotness, something special. Something. I don't know if we should give away all of our secrets, but well, we're doing uh, something for the first time next week, which apparently isn't anal for Dave. Uh, but we are talking about a wrestling promotion we've never talked about yeah, before. Only in passing. On yes. But we've not covered any other shows, any we other pay per views. We're going to be talking about Eastern Championship. I mean, shit. Extreme Championship Wrestling. What? EC. That's what it used to be. Eastern Championship yeah, Wrestling. Before it became oh, Extreme, shit. it was Eastern. Hmm. Uh, and well, they didn't have to yeah. change their copyright. Yeah. No. Uh, that and was back Paul in the Heyman, Paul Heyman's like, no, no, no. The, the, that, that's smart. Extreme. That's well, good. Make we it will extreme. be extreme, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to talk about uh one of their first heat wave pay-per-views heat wave 98 which is uh a pretty crazy ass pay-per-view and for someone like mr mcdonald here who fucking loves gimmick matches jesus christ i don't know if he's watched it yet but i have a feeling he's gonna love it i feel like in the amount of time we had to prep for this episode if i hadn't watched it at this point in time there's something i might my time management skills are yeah, way off. yeah 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 um i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie to you almost i, I was I, almost too many gimmicks almost too much oh, we're gonna get to that <laughs> almost too much oh I, we're, that's a conversation we will have because that was a whole that was a whole ass thing i played a drinking game watching it <laughs> Drink every time a gimmick happens. But that was the whole damn show. <laughs> I know, it's great. <laughs> Except it's extreme, so they aren't actually gimmicks. They just do that. It's just what it is. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be talking about that next week. Also, we have another pretty big surprise coming next whoa, week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But we're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you. No. 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 So thanks again, everybody, for sticking with us. I hope you listened to a, a backlog of shows over the past two months while we've been off air. But we are fucking excited to be back Catching we're yourself glad up in the archives. We are glad that you are back with us, and uh, we look forward to sharing more podcast content with you into the future. So thanks for listening. Yes. And we will see you all next week. Take care of yourselves out there. It's a crazy world. Nothing good. Yahoo!